In a world where we are always trying to keep up, it can be easy to forget what's important. We're constantly bombarded with information and demands on our time, and we tend to lose sight of what matters most. That is why I invite you to join me as we simplify our lives. By learning to focus on what's truly important, we can free up our time and energy for the things that matter most. And when we simplify our lives, we create more space for joy, happiness, and connection. So if you're ready to simplify your life, I invite you to join me on this journey. Together, let's discover the joy of simplicity. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of It's Simply Life. I am so excited that you are here with us today. And thank you so much for sharing a bit of your time with us. All right, a couple of updates. First is I haven't really traveled much this year. You know, last year I spent a good eight months traveling all over the West Coast. I went to Maui. I went to Bend, Oregon up and down Pacific Coast Highway and the California coast, spent some time in Colorado, spent some time in Texas. But this year I've kind of laid low and enjoyed my time being home and rescued my little baby girl puppy, Kula, who is now five and a half months old and growing like crazy. And as we are ending or coming to the end of summer here in Texas, you would think that the heat would let up, but it's not yet. It's more like October into November. So I am feeling the need to travel and get out, and I'm not really sure where or when or how, but I will keep you posted on that. So I'm really excited about today's topic, which is simplifying your content marketing and integrating dynamic content across all your platforms. And let's talk about what dynamic content is, why you should be creating dynamic content, and what the benefits are by immersing your clients and your audience into your content. So first of all, dynamic content is content that changes based based on your audience's needs, wants, and desires. And no longer are brands coming up with the type of content that they want to create, that they want to put out in the world. They are bringing their audience into their content. We all want to feel like we're part of the brand. So we're flipping the script and it's no longer brands just putting out content and putting out content and putting out content. It's creating this immersive experience with your audience. So imagine walking into a department store and every item that you see in front of you is super hyper tailored to your wants, desires, and needs. And let's just say you see a dress or a purse or a suit or shoes. And they are exactly your style, your preference, your colors, and your size. And that is what dynamic content is in the digital world. So why is this important and why does it matter? Well, creating dynamic content is 
this immersive experience for your audience. It's bringing them in, making them part of your brand, and making them feel like they are making decisions and helping you right alongside with you. And that's what you want to create with your content. You want your your audience to feel like they're immersed in your brand. They're immersed in your success. They celebrate with you. They they go through the challenges with you when you do have challenges. You are immersing and creating content that you're inviting your audience into and allowing them to be so ingrained in your brand. I just recently read this book called The Brand Flip, and it's written by Marty Neumeyer. And one of the things that he talks about is you no longer are this corporation or this brand or this entrepreneur where you sit in a silo. You're no longer sitting in that silo. That silo has broken open and burst. And now your audience is sitting there with you and your clients and your potential clients and your team, everybody is sitting with you. So imagine you're in a sandbox and everybody's jumping into the sandbox with you. And everybody wants to play with your brand. I just want to highlight a couple of things that Marty says in the Brand Flip book. So I'm just going to read some of these things that are so profound. Number one, power has shifted from companies to customers. Number two, people are not focused on products, but they're focused on meaning. And customers buy products to build their identities. So I'm going to stop right there and go back to the topic of building dynamic content. When your content makes your audience feel like something that they are part of, something bigger than themselves, something that they want to be, that is the immersive experience. And we no longer want to buy a product just because it's a product or a service. We want to feel that emotion, that connection. We want to feel something like love, status, health, security, something that your product or your service gives your audience. So what is it that they are feeling when they are engaging with your brand? I'm going to shift gears a little bit and talk about the customer journey. I'm going to shift gears a little bit and talk about the buyer journey, customer journey, audience journey. And there's some differentiation between those. Your buyer journey is different than your customer journey. And what I'm going to talk about and focus on on this podcast is your customer journey. And so what we first want to do is create awareness for our brand. And so how do we do that? We go back to the dynamic content that we're creating, that we're putting out there, and we are agitating pain points. We are making them feel some kind of emotion 
we are talking about our transformation of what they are to what they want to be. We are creating this aspirational identity for our customers, for our audience. And that is your awareness stage. You are creating awareness about your brand. So now your clients know about you, your audience knows about you. So now there's this consideration stage. And this consideration stage is, do they like you? Do they feel that your brand is what aligns with who they are? Do they feel that you could provide them with what they're looking to get? So that's the consideration stage. Then there's the decision stage. So they've talked to you. They've engaged with you. Now they're deciding of whether or not they want to do business with you. So that's the decision stage. And then from there, you could go on and create brand advocates and ambassadors and cheerleaders and repeat customers. So going back to the awareness stage, your content really needs to invite your audience in to your brand by making them feel seen, heard, valued, connected. Then when you go to the next stage of consideration, so when they're on the consideration stage, you could include blog articles, you could include newsletters, you could include some case studies, you could send them some information about some testimonials or some social proof. But now you're hitting them and massaging that relationship with more value and more ideas so that they can dive deeper into connecting with you and getting to know your brand. So that's where you go into maybe a podcast, more long form content that is really drawing them in and giving them more detailed information about your brand, but it's also inviting them in to feel connected with you. Okay, so now we go to the decision stage where they are maybe joining a webinar that you are hosting, a free webinar that you are hosting. Maybe they're getting a free consultation that you offer. Maybe they're downloading some free guidebooks that you offer. Maybe they're asking you about pricing or proposals or getting on a few calls with you. They're also doing some research and hitting your website and hitting your social media pages. So that decision stage is vital because you have to continue to create that immersive experience so that you're constantly, again, agitating their pain points. So this is what you asked me. This is what we do. And this is how it impacts you. And this is how it makes a difference in your business, in your life. And then that brings us to the retention stage. So that's where they are actively doing business with you. You are maybe getting on multiple calls with them, having multiple engagement and conversations with them. But you want to make sure that you're, again, continuing to bring them into your ecosystem, massage their, that relationship, and make sure that you're continuing to keep them as a repeat customer. And then you could go into the loyalty and brand advocate and raging fan stage where they become your social proof. 
And those are the five different touch points on mapping out your buyer journey. So you really want to concentrate on creating that experience that your buyer is looking for. I'm going to go back and say, listen to episode 143, where we dive deep into creating that target audience, because this only works if you have a target audience to create this content for. And let me back up and say, not only do you need to know your target audience, you have to have a company vision, a company plan. You have to know what your values are, what your brand story is, what you are trying to portray into the world. And so this all makes sense once you know exactly who you are as a brand or a business. And you can't create dynamic content if you don't know exactly what message you're trying to convey to your target audience. All right, let's go into the different types of platforms and content that you could leverage to create this this dynamic ecosystem and continue to massage your audience and meet them where they're at. First thing I want to talk about is long-form blog content. So long-form blog content is not dead and people actually do read blogs. I am one of them and it is hugely important for SEO. As of right now, that could change. I don't know what the algorithms and Google and AI is going to do or how that's going to change. But right now, it's hugely important to have keywords and key phrases in your long form content so that when your audience goes to search for that information, your articles are able to serve them with content that they are looking for. Again, one of the ways that you could find out the questions that your audience is asking is to utilize answerthepublic.com and go type in what it is, what problem it is that you solve, what your service is, what your product is, and find out the questions that your clients are asking and use that information aligned with your services and aligned with your values and aligned with your mission and write dynamic content that's long form. And guess what you get to do with this long form content? You get to break it out into snackable, bite-sized pieces of content that your audience can read. And then you get to drive traffic back to your blog from your social pages, from your newsletters, from your podcast, from anything that you're creating. So don't discount the use of blogs and articles because they really do help with SEO and driving traffic from snackable, bite-sized pieces of content to those that want to dive in deeper and go into that consideration stage. So you're taking them from the awareness stage to the consideration stage by driving traffic back to some long-form content. Okay, let's go into leveraging social media. Again, you could take your long-form content. You already know your ideal target audience because you've done your research. And you know what platforms your clients, your audience likes to hang out on. Now, you take your long-form content, you break it up into snackable pieces, bite-sized pieces, and you put it out on those social platforms that your audience is hanging out on. And 
again, you could drive traffic back to your blogs, your podcasts, your newsletters, whatever long form content you're creating. But we want quick, easy, fast, and simple on social media. We are not looking for long form content on social media. That's why you need to make it in snackable, bite sized pieces, but yet give them an opportunity to read more, learn more, engage more, and immerse themselves more into your brand. Okay, let's talk about leveraging email marketing and newsletters. I personally am a huge fan of newsletters. And the reason is we have information coming at us at lightning speed. We all cannot keep up. It's impossible. And so we're looking for community and we're looking for curation. That is what we crave. That is what we desire as consumers. And so newsletters give you a community and give you curation. And so I personally signed up for several newsletters because I want to know about certain topics and certain industries, and I want to find out more. And it's their opinion, and it's more detailed, and you get more personality, and it's curated based on that particular person's expertise. So huge fan of newsletters and leveraging newsletters to invite your audience into a more personal experience. The other thing you could do is create email campaigns based on your target audience, and you could segment your email campaigns based on where they are in the stage of the customer journey. So if you have your audience that is in the awareness stage, you could create emails that are just inviting them in to learn more about you. If you have them in the consideration stage, you could create emails, topics, and content that gives them a little bit more detail and a little bit more longer form content. The same thing with the decision stage. Now you're creating really valuable content where you're getting on phone calls, you're getting on Zoom calls, you're inviting them to webinars. They're really immersing themselves. And then again, creating that loyalty and that following and asking for testimonials, asking for that social proof, asking them to give you feedback, getting on phone calls and getting these questions answered that you might not know. How is it to do business with us? What could we do better? What could we do different? What do you like? What do you don't like? What do you wish we offered that we don't offer? What would you like to see in the future? Ask these questions of your clients so that you know what kind of content and products and services to put out in the future and what shifts and what changes you need to make within your internal systems. Let's talk about podcast and video content. I'm a huge, huge fan of longer form content broken up into snackable bite-sized pieces. So for us, for It's Simply Digital, we take these podcasts that I'm recording and everything that we create for an entire week leads back to these podcasts. So our blog articles, our newsletter articles, and our social articles all disseminate from these podcasts. So these podcasts are, are the only piece of content that we create and everything is broken up from there. Huge fan of creating one piece of content and getting a week's worth 
and you could even get probably two weeks worth of social posts, newsletters, blog articles, case studies. You could do so much with one longer form piece of content. So podcasts and videos allow you to drive traffic and audience to your social pages, to your newsletters, to your blog articles. But what they really do is they put a face, a tone, a voice to who you are as a brand. So if you have a podcast, as I do on a video, you get to see, you know, my little bit of my office space. You get to see me and hear my tone and hear my voice and see my expressions. And that is beyond anything that you could provide in a written form piece of content. Because now they are seeing you, they're hearing you, they're engaging with you. They feel like they are really part of your community, of your ecosystem, of your brand. So I'm a huge believer in video and podcasts. All right, just to recap, we have defined what dynamic content is. We have given examples of how to use it on different platforms. The last thing I'm going to talk about is social proof and case studies. So everybody wants to feel like they belong. Everybody wants to know that they are doing something that maybe somebody else has done so that the risk seems less scary and less intense. And let's face it, FOMO is real in this world. So when you put out social proof, when you put out case studies and testimonials, you are really honing in on this is who we work with. These are the results that we get for our clients. And this is what we could do for you as well. And therefore, your audience feels less scared. It's less risky for them to take that leap and start to do business with you. So huge fan of case studies and social proof. I highly recommend that you include case studies and or social proof on your websites, in your social, in your newsletter, whatever kind of content that you're creating. Make sure that you are really honing in on that social proof. And if you don't have paid clients to do some social proof or some testimonials or some case studies, and you're just getting started, one of the things you could do is take on some clients for free in exchange for feedback and a testimonial. And I did that for several of my initial clients because I wanted to make sure that I had testimonials and that I was ironing things out. And as I was working out the kinks and they were able to give me a lot of feedback. So don't discount when you're first starting inviting somebody, one or two or three people into your product or your service for free so that you could get that feedback and you can get that social proof. Okay, what are three ways that you could simplify dynamic content? First thing is you have to start somewhere. And the first thing that I would highly recommend is understanding your core values as a company, as a business, as a brand. Know exactly what you think, what you believe, what you want your audience to feel when they do business with you, because that has to be the first thing that comes into play before you could put anything else out into the world. 
what is your brand story? Second thing is start with one platform and one way to communicate. Don't go do a blog, a podcast, a newsletter, and three social platforms all at the same time. I'm five years into my business and just now starting to break out onto additional platforms. It takes a long time to build, to grow, to create that trust factor and to understand where your audience hangs out. So number two is figure out one platform wherever your audience is because you have to know who they are and just create content for one platform and expand from there. And number three, utilize social proof. Go get some free clients, ask your existing clients, get some case studies, get a testimonial or two, get something that shows, hey, these are the type of clients that I work with and these are the kind of results that I provide. And that right there will create this dynamic, immersive experience for your clients. Okay, this podcast was brought to you by It's Simply Newsworthy. It is our weekly newsletter that goes out with actionable tips and tricks to up your content marketing game. And we deliver it every Friday morning at 7.45 a.m. Central. If you are not already on our list, I invite you to join our newsletter community. And the link is in the show notes. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and share this podcast. It helps us bring free content to our audience, and we love hearing from you. You can reach us at itsimplydigital.com. Go be awesome.